Hey y'all, it's your girl Mia and Whitney. Welcome to the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast, where you get your weekly dose of top stories, girl talk, and everything in between. This is where you come when you need your coffee, but want that tea. So get ready. Next episode starts now. All right. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast. We have a special guest today, Miss Lakara Foster. Um, she is known as the Black Girl Medium, um, the host of a new reality show called The Gift, um, where she shares her um, psychic abilities with the world. So um, thank you so much, Lakara, for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you all so much for having me. Oh, yeah. So um, just so our viewers know, where are you located right now? I I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, you're from New Orleans and you live yeah. in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I used to go to school at Georgia State, so I know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, cool. So just so people, you know, whatever I missed in your intro, do you mind giving us like just your own little background? Wow, nice. So just to jump in, how did you first realize that you, you know, were a medium or you had, you know, psychic abilities? I don't mind at all. Let's see here. Again, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I attended Florida A&M University, so I'm a Rattler graduate of FAMU. Um, My degrees are in psychology and criminal justice undergrad. I have a counseling degree, and I'm currently getting my doctorate in ministry. So I am a minister and I am a medium. Um, well, I think as a child, I'm not sure that I recognized uh, that that's what it was. And I definitely didn't have the language to communicate that. Um, but I did know that I, you know, I think I was aware that uh, I knew things and I, w- I would see things before they would happen. Uh, but as a child, I just kind of thought everybody kind of had the ability to do that. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I do believe that my psychic abilities were a lot um uh, or stronger, or I think that I probably was tapped into them more than I was the medium part. Mm-hmm. Um, that part kind of kicked in, like, maybe, like, 1920. So what's the um, difference, for people who don't really know, what's the difference between psychic and mediumship? Thank you for asking, absolutely. Uh-huh. So um, psychic is a pretty umbrella, pretty much an umbrella term, if you would. And so there's a lot of different things that fall under psychic, um, or having psychic abilities. So you mm-hmm. can be... Uh, clairaudient, you know, where you hear things, um, clairvoyant, where you kind of know things, clairsentient, where you smell things. Wow. Um, so there's a lot that falls under the psychic part. The mediumship part is when you have the ability to communicate with energies that have, or loved ones have, who have departed. That's the best way that I can explain that. Okay. Um, People who've passed on. Mediums. Okay. Yeah. All psychics aren't mediums, but all mediums are psychic. Got it. Okay, psychic's more of like a broad umbrella, and then you got right. your, okay, got it. Right, more specific, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so like if you have, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, we were waiting, yeah, go finish. It's like if you have, like, with my psychic abilities, um, like, I'm able to see things that have happened, they are happening, or that they will happen, and not that I can necessarily predict the future, mm-hmm. I can just kind of tell people what I see from an energetic perspective, um, like, and I can't smell in my waking life. Uh, I kind of lost the ability to smell right around like 27. Wow. Um, but when, yeah, but when spirit 
wants me to communicate something very specifically, like that's the only way I can smell. So I'll know if a loved one smokes cigars or cigarettes, or if grandma's like telling me she made cornbread, like that's the only time I can smell. Are you, oh my, so medically you cannot smell unless there's some messages coming in then you are giving that, your smell back. Absolutely. Wow. That's amazing. That's crazy. That is crazy. If it it affects my taste, but it it doesn't affect, you know, the taste of food or anything at all. Ooh, thank you, God. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I need that taste. Be able to taste my food, you know. <laughs> oh man! So, how did you get started? Uh, you know, w- what were you doing prior? I'm sure you you may still have a day job, or you know, is this your full time job? Or like, what were you doing before? What are you doing now? How did you get started with the whole medium? You know, when did when did that turn for you? So I that, and I love that question. Um, I have been practicing pretty much in private for the last 20 years. I have clients like literally when I say all over the world, like all over the world. Wow. Um, and so I would work on referrals. I never did any advertising, never did, you know, anything like that. And so when people would come to me or people would call, I knew that they knew what I did. So, um, and that they were receptive to it. Uh, and so that, you know, not even prior to along this whole time, you know, I've had, like, multiple jobs, if you will. My, my career was in counseling. Um, so I was a guidance counselor for about 15 years. And, but I've always done this. Um, wow. and, you know, people, was, you know, was, was I doing it in private? Or was, you know, was I hiding, rather? And I'm like, no, I wasn't hiding. Um, it's just what I was doing. And so it really wasn't until recently, um, as of last year, like the end of last year, um, and I think it kind of all segued in terms of like my ministry and becoming a minister and being in school um, and, and kind of God just kind of saying all of this needs to be integrated. Like none of this needs to be separated. Like wow. there's no separation between the minister and the medium. And here's why. And so really kind of going on my journey through my doctoral program, um, my dissertation or my project report is based in. James 117 that says every good and perfect gift is from above. So all of our gifts are from God. So yeah. God, God was saying, like, we don't have to, we don't have to separate this. And not that I ever felt like I was, mm-hmm. but now I'm able to articulate that even better. So I am a full-time medium. This, this is what I do full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also an author. So, uh, yeah. Wow. So you mentioned that you felt like, well, not that you were hiding it, but it wasn't widely known at first. So who did you tell first about your gift? Like who was that first person that you kind of like confided in to tell? Um, so it's so interesting because it's like, I think as a kid, you know, I was, I, I feel like my brothers might've known something because I would kind of tell them like, you know, and I've said this before, like if my mom like was trying to catch us doing something, you know, she might be like, well, I'll be home in an hour and I'd be like, she lying y'all. Like she like she five minutes away. I didn't really get in trouble a lot because I just kinda knew like, okay, if you don't sneak out, like you need to be home by like this time because this when things go, you know, they gonna wake up or something. Yeah. Like it just was I just kinda knew that. But I think um as far as the mediumship part, uh, I had a friend in college who was really grieving and I didn't really talk about the fact that and I, when I say I could see 
um, you know, the departed. Like, I can't see them with my physical eyes. And I mm-hmm. try the best way I can try to explain it to people is, you know, if I told you, imagine a puppy, you could actually imagine a puppy, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the way that I see um, when I say I see. And so she was grieving, you know, for a couple of weeks. And I would always be like her aunt there. And, mm-hmm. um, and then one day I just kind of started communicating to her, like, listen, like, your aunt is in the room. This is what she's wearing. This is how she has. And so I think that she was kind of like the first person. Wow. From, yeah. And from there, it's kind of like, you know, she told somebody, she told somebody. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. And and your family, did they always accept it or did they have questions about it? No. Okay. So my mom, she's so funny. So I have, a, I have other people in my family um, who have similar gifts. Um, my mom. She told me when I was, my mom's aunt in particular, my aunt L. Day, she had a gift and her, but hers was a little bit different. And as a kid, like people would, I, I would see people come and visit her all the time. But you know, it's like a kid, you're not really going to ask questions and stuff like that. You know, you kind of stay in a child's place, but you just, you know, you see white people, you see Chinese people, you see black yeah. people. And they like, always like, you know, they're going in the room with her and then they, you know, they come out or whatever. Um, and I kind of intuitively knew something special was happening. She kind of had that thing about her. And so when I was in college, you know, my mom was like, um, you know, she just kind of told me, she's like, you know, your aunt has a gift and she's getting older and, you know, everyone is wondering, you know, who's going to have the gift next or who's it going to be passed to. Wow. And, she said, and they're thinking that it's going to be you. And I was like 19, 20 and she said, but, and I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, you know, but your aunt, you know, she didn't drink or smoke or party. So I was like, yeah, I don't want that gift. So. <laughs> He's still trying to get lit. Nice. <laughs> right. So, you know. Like, yeah. So, um, so from there, what was so interesting, as I am finding out now, 20 something years later, is that my father also has a gift. Wow. Um, and so, yeah. So he, uh, he sees things and he, he sees things, but he dreams more. So our loved ones come to him in dreams and communicate with him through dreams. And it's so interesting because now it's kind of like, we kind of like a dynamic duel, you know. Yeah. Like they might come to me in the waking, you know, with a message. And then they'll come to him in the dream with the same exact message. Wow. It's that in is... the bloodline. It's in the bloodline. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Very cool. I actually have a question as it's related to like you know faith-based so you are um going to school for uh what is it what do you call it uh it's ministry but isn't it called it starts with a d a doctorate in ministry yes doctorate in ministry um and so i'm sure you are you know obviously you have to be a spiritual person connected to in some sort of way i don't know what your um background is as far as like christianity you know baptist anything like that but how do church people for a better term how do they receive you i mean whether it's your family members that maybe are like super super church driven or people that you know that know about your gift how do they receive the gift that you have? Is it in a negative way because they don't understand it? Do they feel as though it's a sin to kind of feel and know things about the dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that look like? Right. No, that's a very good question. Much like my own family, like they uh, have been so super supportive. Um, I 
I, you know, I think I'm kind of, so I, I'll say this much. I didn't grow up in the church. Um, gotcha. So when I, kind of, I, I probably only distinctly remember going to church a handful of times as a kid. My father grew up in the church. My grandmother grew up in the church. You know, I was very, very active in the church. But my parents didn't really impose that on us, which I think was really a part of God's divine design. Um, so that I wouldn't have to do all of this unconditioning mm-hmm. um, growing up. And mm-hmm. so even being in, in uh, the church that I, I'm in, it's a very affirming church. And I I honestly didn't worry. So I knew that, you know, everybody was going to find out when the show came out, um, The Gift, which is on YouTube. Um, and so my main concern, you know, being a licensed minister at my church, I wanted to have the conversation with my bishop. Um, and I did, you know, and he was very supportive. Um, and mainly because, you know, it's kind of like this thing that I think he just kind of got it, right? In terms of, I believe that as a, as a, as a race, as a culture, um, we are evolving. And as yeah. we are evolving, we are reclaiming parts of our identity. Right. So sure. I that is kind of like um, the term Sankofa, which means to go back and get it. Right. If you ever see that little, that it's little indinker symbol with the bird with the head turned backwards and mm-hmm. kind of like get the egg off the whatever, um, that, that it, it needs to go back and get it. And so I feel like as a culture, as a, as an um, African people in America, we are going back to get what was ours and reclaiming that. And wow. I think that we get are a part of that identity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of my, my favorite people in the world, Dr. Daniel Black, he's an author, uh, a profound, prolific author. And he, if you watch the show, he's actually in episode six of the show where he's kind of talking about um, how this thing in ancient Africa, he's basically saying, like, this would not have been special, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone had gifts. Been right? tuned in, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and we celebrate these gifts, and this is who we were, but obviously... Uh, coming to America and being colonized and being told, oh, you know, uh, these gifts are the devil or these gifts are, you know, uh, you know, being demonized and bastardized. Then, you know, we co- we're coming up off off of that, you know. Wow. It's like even from Christianity perspective, when we look at because I literally just wrote an article and it starts with, um, I'm a medium and a minister. I love Oshun and Jesus, right? Like, no. <laughs> um, looking at, you know, that I don't have to choose between Jesus and my gifts, because if I study yeah. the word, um, I can look in the word and I can see, you know what, Jesus was a medium too. Yep. You know, Jesus was walking on water and Jesus was turning water to wine. And so there's a metaphysical aspect to that, that it's almost like we don't want to talk about. That's so true. You know, but yeah, but I'm not afraid to talk about it, you mm-hmm. know. And so, but uh, to answer the question, my, my church, my fellow church members have been so supportive and so encouraging and they watch the show and they send me messages um you know of encouragement and and i just don't think that was like anything else in my life i wasn't seeking approval for it i wasn't seeking affirmation for it like my mother will tell you even as a child everything has been like this is what it is everyone will live i promise right (laughs) yeah yeah that's beautiful that's a blessing you had so much support um because i mean growing up i've heard like Oh, that witchcraft and don't believe in that. And, you know, it's just a lack of knowing, I think, especially like from the older generations too sometimes. But Well, I think there's this whole perspective too of people just not being as open to what they don't know. And it's yeah. like, I've never heard of this. And the things that I have heard have not, have been, have been scary. It's freaked me out. 
And instead of people doing more research about what they don't know, and that's in any topic, you know, they just kind of shun it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think the main message that I I love to give people and to really um, help them, and, you know, as people watch the show, it's really that our loved ones are always with us, you know? And I always say, you don't have to consult a medium to to know that, right? If, If you really, like, felt it and tapped into it, and they're always trying to communicate with us, and they're always trying to let us know that they're guiding us. Yep. Um, and I talk particularly and speak to the movie The Black Panther, which I thought was like God really setting this thing up. Like, because I was, I was like, God, okay, so you want me to tell the whole world about this skin? Mm, okay, how are we gonna do that, right? So, um, I started watching that, like, really set this thing up. And so, when the Black Panther movie came out, and we were talking, you know, we're looking at the main characters of having to go and reconnect to the ancestors to get the answer. Yeah. Right? It's like, so it's true. Like, oh my gosh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm saying you're right. You're right. When I think about it and we put it in that way, that's exactly, yeah, he was connecting. <laughs> yeah, right. He's right to get the answers, to get the strength, to get the guidance. And so I, I feel like that's where we are now. Like that's an element that um, we've been missing is to get that knowledge that our ancestors have for us and so what I think was kind of unique uh, about my situation especially as it relates to um, grief and healing and, and connection um, is that I, I try to emphasize the layers you know to all of this um, I was doing a show on last week where we were talking about grief during the holiday and you know and I'm one of those people I'm like there is a place for ministry because I'm a minister there is a place for therapy because I have you know my degrees in counseling but there's also a place for spirituality as well yeah. um, and happiness to these gifts that we have. And just saying, I like, guess nothing spooky, it's nothing scary. Um, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't wear a turban. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can talk to spirits, you know, because they're always around and tap in if it's easy as I'm talking to you because I understand that all we are are energy. Yep. energy before we enter these bodies while we're in them and when we leave them. Um, and right. my my unique gift is to be able to communicate with that energy uh, because even from a, 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 you know, Christian perspective, uh, and this is a revelation that I had last week was, um, and I was at a funeral, um, is that, you know, the choir is singing this song called Everlasting Life, and God was saying, you know, how will they know that there's everlasting life and that I've kept my promise if you don't show them? Wow. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's loaded. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, what do you say, or have you ever come across anyone who is like a complete non-believer? Like they don't believe you, you're, you're making it up. Like, how do you react to that, to that type of energy? Um, you know, honestly, like I, I, I've never had that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yeah, I never have. And it's not to say, you know, that that won't happen or, but you know what's so interesting, right, is that I I, I had a a couple that came over um, for a reading and I did like the whole entire reading and they're crying and I'm crying and, you know, the energies are coming through and everything. And then at the end, the guy goes, I was totally skeptic of this whole thing. I was like, well, I'm glad you let me know at the end (laughs) because I feel like that energy changes everything. Definitely. Right. Like, I would say you'll pull yourself right. Like, you mm-hmm. don't believe nothing's going to happen. So, and that's okay. 
Yeah. And plus you have a lot of like internal clients that are usually referred. So they already believe anyway, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Our people, right. People will see the show and then, uh, then they'll, you know, they'll call, they'll kind of see some clips on YouTube and then they'll call because I just feel like there are certain things that you can't, you can't fake. So if you see the show and you kind of see the reaction from people, you know, it's like, I'll watch it again and again and again. There are like certain scenes and certain things that it just like really still moves me. Um, because even like when I'm, doing a reading like I'm not I'm there but I'm not there yeah. so to go back and watch it and go to be present in the moment it's just kind of like oh my god that was so sad like <laughs> okay nice I had a question um so during your readings do you ever or is there ever a time where you feel like a bad presence or or a, a negative energy um, something maybe less than you know what you would consider love and if so <laughs> scary you, yeah if <laughs> so if you <laughs> oh and then I was saying if so do you communicate this to your clients um so I think in in that you know again when I talk about these gifts that we have and I talk about different uh levels of psychic ability or mediumship um I believe that I'm only called to deal with the light. Uh, I do believe that there are others who are called to deal with the darkness and, and can handle that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that, you know, God and consciousness knows that I'm not, that's not my lane. That's the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and, and I do, you know, I, I, I study and I do research and, you know, I'm, I try to understand, understand it just as much as other people try to understand it. Uh, and I think that one of the things that, I'm learning, you know, is that everything is, is kind of dimensional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we live in a three, you know, we kind of live in a 3D world. So that, you know, as far as we know, obviously there are other dimensions that go up to like 10 or 11, uh, which would kind of be considered like the angelic realm or heaven, if you will. Yeah. But it doesn't go that far as one, right? A mm-hmm. one dimension, which is really like the spirit of jealousy and envy and rage and and so, because I'm not vibrating on that level, I don't connect with spirit. You don't connect on that level, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense how you broke it down. Yeah, and, and nor do I want to, you know, I kind of just, I like this light thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm worried. I'm like, if I see the wrong thing, I may not never share my shit again. <laughs> <laughs> like, my friends know I am scary, like, I'm not watching no scary movies. Like, my best friend loves horror movies. Like she knows I can't even watch the commercial, the trailer to a horror movie. Wow. It's best just to close that out of your psyche. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, you don't have to turn on uh, a preview or a movie anymore. You can just turn on the news. <laughs> you know, right. this world is just yeah, scared the crap out of you. Yeah, I don't watch the news. I honestly have not watched the news since uh that guy was elected president yeah um, that guy <laughs> okay yeah, okay you are people you are our people yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> so i have i want to take this uh left gear real quick um so our show we talk a lot about dating relationships um so are you if you don't mind sharing are you single are you married are you I am single. Okay. 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 (laughs) So I was wondering, like, how do you intertwine that, you know, your gifts? Because it's like, if you meet someone, do you want to tell them or, but you don't want to tell them too soon because they might not understand it. Like, 
how do you work that into dating? wondering if you know at least you would attract honest guys i would think after that because they're like shoot i can't mess around with her she was like it i ain't even <laughs> <trying>. <laughs> you know and that's yeah that's kind of unfortunate for them um that i do uh, i am able to see everything but i've been single for three years just kind of working on myself and um, Girl. You know, so the next time it, my friends laugh at me i'm like listen i'm gonna be engaged in six months they're like how way like, you ain't yeah. even dating nobody. Like, I, I said that about me in a year. One year, I'm going to be engaged. <laughs> so let's just keep the hope alive. We're going to keep the hope alive. <laughs> okay, Mia, you have any more uh, questions? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess the um, only other question that I really have is what, so what do you plan on in, like, what do, what kind of uh, plan do you see for yourself as far as, you know, with this gift? I know that this is now your full-time job, but I guess, what do you envision for your gift? Like, um, do you, do you plan on, you know, having people under you that share those same qualities and taking this like globally, or are you just kind of like, no, you know, I really want to stay a one person you know, business and then just grow it as big as I can? Like, what do you see for yourself with this gift on a bigger scale or bigger platform than now? Oh, you guys asked, like, the best question.
serve and to and to heal people and to watch people heal. It is the most fulfilling thing I've ever experienced. And yeah. I think that I've experienced a lot of different things um, in my lifetime. But being able to do this and being able to authentically uh, walk and, and unapologetically walk uh, and say, this is it. You know, this is it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing real estate no more. Um, I'm not doing, you know, guidance counseling no more. Yeah. Uh, as poor as I am, uh, if I didn't have any degrees, you know, this is who I would be. This is how, this is how I would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you talk about, you know, your gift making room for you, um, this is my gift. And, and I'm, I'm watching it make all the room that I need. And it's an amazing thing. Yeah, like congratulations. It's so beautiful that you can actually live and survive and, you know, not have to have like a, another job to support you. Like you're literally living off of your gift. So, um, absolutely. And I think that that's what I think that's what we're all supposed to do. Yeah. And so, like, when people think so, they'll see, you know, some of the people that I connect with um, is that the show is not just about my gift, mm-hmm. but it's also about like the first season. I kind of worked with um, a, a lot of different entrepreneurs and so and their you know their business picks up you know got they got extra clients and stuff from people who saw the show and I got clients and so people kind of got to experience their gift as well as my gift and so again like really showing people not just healing but also having the courage to operate in our gifts you know and not to look for other people to affirm for you or yeah. affirm for you like what God already told you you are yep wow yeah, I, I think it'd be amazing. I would love for you to get picked up because I remember growing up and I, I have seen the Long Island Medium. I've seen a few other people, I think, that were like on talk shows and such, but never a black woman. And I think that's, you know, profound to just to have you and you would open up the doors for so many other people who may be, you know, having these gifts too, but it's not really accepted in our community that much. So I'm glad that's like starting to change and people are starting to like open up a bit more. I think so. When I, I said people thinking they'd be like, oh, she's regular. Like, she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no serving, no crystal ball. Sorry, it's just, just, just it. It's just, just you. It. Yep. Dope. Okay. Well, we do have some time. So I don't know if you felt any message. Can you read over the phone or do you get channeled messages? Yeah, actually, okay. We're open. My work over the phone, um, and I just ask for people to be open um, to receiving the messages. And if you all are, then we can certainly see what we can come up with. Is there somebody that you all, in particular, that you all wanted to connect with? And um, I can tell you. Um, wait, hold on. I gotta know who I'm talking to because one of you sounds very close, and one of you sounds very kind of a little far away okay this is um, Whitney I'm the one who's calling you direct I'm the one who sounds close and then Mia's the further further away person <laughs> um and so the way it works have either of you guys had a reading before I've had not really it was like a test or I called in somewhere and it turned into something that I didn't think it was going to turn into. I think I've kind of had a reading, not legitimate though. (laughs) And then I, Mia, have never had a reading. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Whitney. I'm very open. I, I read tarot cards. I'm super open to spirituality. Mia is a little, um, Um, Oops, and we're to kind of see, um, who's coming through here or somebody's going to come through. 
So Whitney, and, and so here's the because I have both of you off the, over the phone. If I'm saying something about like Whitney and Mia, you're like, no, it's me. Like this time in, okay? Okay. Um, but I feel like this is kind of directing first to Whitney. And so what happens is I'm over here and I have my notebook out. And it, uh, the spirit allows me to draw signs and symbols that mean something to me. And then I'll communicate that to you. Um, and so, for example, the first thing that they're making me draw is a house, right? And so house for me is my symbol of uh, my transition or movement. So it could mean like a physical move, whereas you, you're literally either thinking about moving or you just move physically. Um, or like there's a major transition happening in your life, like going back to school or um, moving jobs or something. Would that be true for either one of you? Yeah, probably both of us. I'm always moving. <laughs> you just, you about to get married. Yeah, I am about to get married. That's about, that's a huge transition. Huge life transition, yeah. Oh, wow. Who's about to get married? Mia? Mia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, awesome. When's the wedding? March 1st, okay. 2019. Um, okay, so you're, okay, so March 1st. Um, Mia, is there a, mm, is there a, a, a mother figure or grandmother figure that's on the other side for you? Um, on the other side. That's departed? Yeah, my grandma. She's dead. Okay. Okay. Um... I'm going to put a question mark right there because I'm going to come back to that. Um, and tell me this. Okay, so what happens is sometimes before I'm getting ready to do an interview, there'll be things that'll be like energies that'll be in the room. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if these energies are belonging to the people that I'm about to talk to or are reading for later. But there has been a young male that has departed that has kind of been with me today. Is that for either of you all the young male that has departed? A young male? Mm-hmm. Young male. And by young, I mean like, like, Winnie's at best, like, early 30s. 30s? 30. Uh, no. Hmm. Okay, so the young male doesn't belong to either one of you. And I feel like he passed, and this is one of these things, I may have to call you guys back and be like, I found this young male. But <laughs> they, like, I just, they passed, like, really, really, I feel like they passed in, like, some type of accident. That has to do with like a motorcycle or like motor vehicle accident. Wow. Whoa. Motorcycle. And that doesn't belong to either one of you all? No, uh, not me. Okay. All righty. And I promise I'll call you back if I if Please I do. Stay in touch. Yes. <laughs> all the time and I'm just like okay he's coming through and he has not left me since this morning wow um, he got a message yeah I'm, huh I'm saying he has a message for somebody yes 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 and I was like and so I was like I'm just gonna ask around until I find him um Mia did your grandma pass is this your is your paternal grandmother so actually I have a grandmother that I never met on my paternal side and then on my maternal side my grandmother passed and I've I have met her, but she was much older when I was, you know, born, and I think she died when I was, like, 10, um, or Okay, not. but this is, the, this is, okay, this is the maternal grandmother who passed when you were younger, mm-hmm. um, so this must be, so you said you were 10. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Did one of you all just finish school or are getting ready to go back to school because they're bringing up school? No. A few um, years. I'm done with school. Again? It's been about a few years it's since graduate school. Yeah, I graduated graduate school in 2016, so. 2016. Oh, good, two years ago. Okay. And so, Mia, this is still coming in for you, and I'm going to tell you what's happening here. So grandmother is saying that she's one that she's going to be at the at the wedding, right? Um, but she's also bringing up your graduation and to say that she was there as well. And this is your mother's mother, correct? It is. Okay. Um, how do you connect? Because she wants to say she, she's making me write down seven. How do you connect to the number seven or the month of July? <gasps> oh my. So, okay, so seven is a very special number for me and my sister because (gasps) I was born on March 14th, which is the number, which is a duplicate of the number seven. And then she was born July 14th, which is also a duplicate of seven. (gasps) Oh my My God. My son was born on October 28th, which is a duplicate of seven and uh, a, a duplicate of 14, you know, times two. So seven is like a very special number in our family. Wow. It's like a lucky number. It's, a, it's like a lucky number. It's a lucky number. Okay, awesome. And that is, so she's confirming for you um, this, right? That's saying like whenever you guys see the number seven or the number seven comes up, like grandma is just kind of confirming that I'm there with the family always. And so what spirit allows mm-hmm. us, like what spirit does is kind of bring things up that might seem insignificant to anyone else, but that you would know holds special meaning. Oh, wow. Hi, grandma. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Um, and so, and so this is interesting because she actually wants, like, I don't know what your plans are in terms of, like, marriage, but, like, she wants, you know, kind of, like, how people have this thing where, like, loved ones aren't there, and but they're recognized. Like, she's like, that would be nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. My mom, she dealt with, she's the only child from my grandma and my okay. grandpa, and they were married for, okay. till death, they were married over 50 years. And so, um, my sister and I are almost 11 years apart. So she has tons of memories with my grandma and grandpa. And I don't have any, um, except for when they were in the nursing, (laughs) nursing home. Um, and so my my grandma is really the staple of my family. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's like that focal point. And I just, I hate that I never got to meet her. You know, like, or no, I met her, but I didn't get to, like, know her. Um, oh, it's okay. So, I just always think it's so cool when people have their grandparents that are still alive when they're older. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is her way of just saying that she hasn't missed anything, right? That, like, these special moments that I'm bringing up um, and that she's going to be there for your special moments, like, exactly... And, and this is, like, the important part. Like, you may have felt like I didn't get to meet her. Like, no, you didn't really, you know, have that time physically. But she's saying in the spirit realm, like, she's been there the entire time watching mm-hmm. over her family still. Wow. For, her, to, to, for you to know this, right? So on the day that you get married, 
um, your grandmother is going to be there. Yes, beautiful. That is so and I was really surprised. Like, and I tell people, like, look, look for her, right? Like, not in the physical, right? So I was telling the client, I was like, you know, look. I was telling her that that um, I think it was her grandmother was going to be there, and I was like, just look for her. I, I promise you, like, she's going to make mm-hmm. her, you know, just look for herself. And so, what was so interesting was um, her, her and her uh, wife were um, they took this beautiful picture, and like somebody just took it on their phone, and. Like there, she has a little necklace that almost looks like a marble, but the way this thing like lit up in this this picture, like you know, it's something supernatural, right? Like, wow. And and in it was like, um, I don't know if it was like the grandmother's ashes or like something was in it, like as it represents as it pertains to the the loved ones. But like to see the picture, like everybody who sees the picture is like, oh my god, like it's unreal. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so, just know, like, again, our loved ones are always with us. Yeah, they are. Wow. Wow. That was amazing. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Gosh. You're welcome. I am glad that your grandmother made her presence known to us. I know this was kind of short. I'm in a little unexpected, but I tell people we always, you know, spirit is like, will always give us what we need, even if it's in in a small amount of time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so, oh, I just beautiful. Like that. She's crying. I, that's so awesome. I, I, I've never, I never expected that. So I'm like completely taken, taken aback. Especially with the number seven. Like that's crazy. We always have said seven is like our family lucky number, which. Oh. Yeah. And then Jul- yeah, and July is the number seven. You know, so it's just yeah. Oh, it's crazy. So where can people find you? Like what, you know, are you on, do you have any social media handles, websites? How can people um, find you? Yes, absolutely. Um, the, on social media, Instagram and Facebook are Lakara with the gift. So it's L-A-K-A-R-A with the gift. Um, okay. And on YouTube, uh, the actual series, we have uh, eight episodes up of the gift, the actual show. Uh, it's at, you can just search uh, LaCara Foster TV or LaCara Foster The Kiss. And uh, they can binge watch all eight episodes. Like, each episode is, like, anywhere from five to nine minutes long, so they're about that long. Yes. And, um, I, so I saw a few, so y'all don't want to miss it. It's 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 good because it hits people just like it hit Mia today. And just, like, <laughs> taking them back. Like, yeah. Taking them back. Taking them back. So, yeah, so that's how people can keep in touch with me. Um, follow me, and, you know, we'll keep you all updated on what's going on. Um, if people, again, if they want readings, that's the best way to get in touch with me, or email me at lacarwithgift.gmail.com, um, and we'll get them booked for readings as well, so they can have their own personal reading. Awesome. Cool. Very Thank cool. so much. Please keep in touch with us. Maybe we can have you come back on the show. Like, we enjoyed this so much. You guys are welcome. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys are in L.A., right? Well, we stream in. So, uh, Whitney, I'm in L.A. And Mia, she's in Nashville. Nashville. Oh, I love love both of those cities. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Nashville hot chicken. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hot chicken. Shout out to Prince's, (laughs) the original. (laughs) Like every city I go to, I'd be like, oh yeah, like this, I like going for food. Like I love food. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, can't nothing beat New Orleans food, though, man. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't wait to go 
go home for the holidays. Like, oh. I literally go to New Orleans to eat. No matter if it's Essence or just to trip to New Orleans, I go to eat. Like, it's it's amazing. Food it's is unbelievable. I think the food itself is magical. Yes. Oh, so good. And so you, you said you're doing a tour in New Orleans soon, right? Or... Yep, I'll be kicking off the tour um, anticipated date of February 23rd, but I'll have more information within this next week, actually. Okay. Um, but we're getting everything solidified, and so I think we'll have, um, it'll be the venue's big enough for about 100 people, and so, um, yeah, we're excited. I, I think uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. Yes. Well, y'all, go check out LaCara Foster. She is the real deal. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us for the Black Coffee and Tea podcast. And we will check you guys like later. Peace. Thank you all so much for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.